0: Self-love is a verb, not a noun, Brian. Every yourself. time I hear that phrase, I think of my mom pounding on the bathroom door when I was a teenager. <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> We're not talking about that oh, kind of self-love. okay, it just got, I said, what?
1: It's She's, a joke grenade. Okay. I pulled the pin and eventually you got hit with the shrapnel.
0: Usually I get his stuff right away, but that took me a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Hello there, welcome to Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian, episode 116. And this time it is truly Courtney and Brian as we welcome Courtney
0: Kelly back oh, to the front here. Oh, thank you. I said, oh, what's going on? Something big? Well, you took a
1: week <laughs> off. A much did. deserved and mm-hmm. it needed week off. And for people who don't know, Courtney is a mental health therapist, has been for a long time. I'm a long time mental health patient and we break it down every week here, people. We try to encourage people to go into therapy. We take an issue every single week and we approach it from both the therapist's perspective Mm -hmm. and the patient's perspective and it's going to be the same thing this week as we discuss taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. loving yourself so many times Courtney we're so concerned about everybody else that we just don't take the time that is necessary for ourselves
0: and we were reading an article that caught our eye Dr. Sabrina Romanoff says that self love is a verb, not a noun, Brian. So it's all about getting active with your love. Every time I hear that phrase, I think of
1: my mom pounding on the
0: bathroom door when
1: I was a teenager. What are
0: you doing in there? (laughs) We're not talking about that kind of self love. (laughs) Okay, it just got. I said, what? It's a joke grenade. I pulled the pin and eventually you got hit with the shrapnel. Usually I get his stuff right away, but that took me a second. Okay, I thought you meant you were taking a long shower, but you were taking a long shower. That could have yeah. been involved as well. You know, the suds, but don't get me exactly. started. <laughs> so a lot of times we spread the love to other people, but we're not paying attention to our needs. And mm-hmm. also sometimes we need that radical compassion. We need to just be really, really kind to ourselves because we beat ourselves up all the time. I know you do that, Brian. Oh yeah, I watch you all I'm the time. not going to deny whoa, it. Oh, it's terrible. The swinging of the fists, the whole bit. And I want to know, what do you do for self-care? Not much. (laughs) (laughs) You're always putting me on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. Well, look,
1: long-time therapy patient, so Mm -hmm. I have built up some tools, and I know when I start going down certain paths Mm – that I have to readjust my way of thinking or readjust my approach. So I have done a lot of work in that department, and I feel like I continue to do it both through this podcast Mm -hmm. and in articles that I read because I know that for me to get to being quote-unquote normal, Mm -hmm. it takes effort. you know. Some people, I guess, can just be normal. That's their resting heart rate. But for me, there are a lot more obstacles around that. Now, I do a lot of unhealthy things in terms of dealing with some of my mania. Maybe I eat too much at times. I drink too much. I get angry. I lash out. But those are the moments where the self-care kicks Mm -hmm. in and I say, all right, I got to knock this off because I know it's starting to affect other people. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the closest I come to that. And then, of course, you and I have talked about this many, many times one of the things that you and I both love to do to clear our heads, take a walk in nature, just just take a walk in general. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I do is to just try to find something that I know is going to take me out of my head, something that is going to entertain or distract Mm me, whether or not on a Friday night, I'm just sitting there for hours on end, listening to some Van Halen, Mm -hmm. watching a movie that makes me laugh, watching a movie that I already know that I like, just to get that kick of nostalgia, Mm -hmm. things like that. And, of course, too, I try to find my programs, the (laughs) ones that I really like. I'm very upset Only Murders in the Building season two is over, and there's always a little bit of melancholy that comes along with that. But now I have Cobra Kai season five to look forward to in September. And, Courtney, in terms of self-care, you and I say it all the time, you always need to give yourself something to look forward Mm -hmm. to, even if it's something as small as I can't wait for season five of Cobra Kai. Kai. I got all excited the other day. They put out the new trailer, oh, like the yeah. first official mm-hmm. long form one. Did you watch it?
0: I didn't. I just I saw it was pop so up.
1: excited by it. I'm sending it to my brother. I'm sending <laughs> it to
0: my wife. I'm watching it three and four times. And it takes me out of whatever dark place yeah. I happen to be in. And you mentioned awareness. Taking that time to check in with yourself is so important. And a lot of times we don't do that. And right. We need to. So having that awareness of saying, okay, how am I feeling today? Like I tell my clients, take your mental health temper your emotional temperature, what's going on with me? Do I need a little extra or something? Or for you, it's interesting because you've said it a lot of times, you don't want to be around a lot of people. You Mm -hmm. get your energy from being on your own, more of an introvert. So you need to feed that as much as you can and also balance it out when you need to be social. So that's good that you're aware of the times when you need downtime and alone time.
1: And while I don't like to be around a lot of people, one thing that I love to do, and my wife laughs at me from time to time, I just love spending time with Rerun the Beagle. I don't know that there is any other living thing on the planet. No offense to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Brings me more happiness. And I just snuggle up with Mm -hmm. him. That's sometimes when I start to go down the wrong path because I remember this with my previous dog, Fenway the Beagle, because the bad Brian will start to say, well, what's gonna happen when he's not oh, here, you know? Yeah. And that's when you have to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Those are ways that you have to take care of yourself because sometimes, Courtney,
0: for some people, not even sometimes, the vast majority of the time, we can be our own worst enemies. We can, and in those moments, too, maybe you can tap in to sometimes our younger self, our childlike things that make us Oh, feel the pre-therapy, happy Brian,
1: fun. you don't wanna go down that path.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also sometimes tapping into our future self what would they say to you they'd say probably enjoy the moment it's like this is what we have is moments and connections so instead of going down that path of catastrophizing or thinking about like when things will end and that kind of thing bring yourself back to the space of being mindful and staying present and i think that's what would help you to give you more joy in that moment
1: and another thing i do that we have discussed before i love creativity i love being Mm -hmm. creative and you have been around me when I was working on my play. I just get such a boost of adrenaline when I was working on the Phil Hartman biopic. Mm -hmm. Whenever I do anything, even to some degree, getting ready for the podcast which okay I don't really come in with notes or anything like that
0: <laughs> I got like 75 notes but but even I for the radio for show that we
1: do every day yeah. preparing for it sometimes drives me crazy but I do get a little bit of a jolt and a boost mm-hmm. when I come up with something and I'm like well where did that come from yeah. you know and it makes me feel good about myself some days I'll walk in and you're like we have tickets to blankety blank I'm like oh what the H how come they didn't <laughs> tell us we're just taking caller nine but then all of a sudden an idea it's almost like I can't stop yeah. it from coming, I'll come up with this idea where I'm just like, that's the weirdest thing in the world. but it just might work. And yeah. even you, you're usually just shaking your yeah. head.
0: Because I know it's going to happen. He'll go, oh man, I can't believe it. That's it. It's calling number nine. We're not doing a special contest for this. And I'm like, okay, 10, 9, 8. And then all of a sudden, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> it's like, you can't help yourself.
1: But I do have an appreciation for it mm-hmm. because without that, where would I be? One of the only joys that I get out of life. I mean, look, I have a very short list of things that I love passionately, mm-hmm. including my wife and some of my hobbies and the creativity and the dog and my house and all of See, those. See, <laughs> you have a
0: lot. You have a lot of passion. The other
1: list is a lot longer. Oh, of
0: things that you passionately hate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But in those moments, it gives me a sense of self-worth because I'm just like, where would I be without this? Mm -hmm. What would I be doing for a living? And sometimes when I have been frustrated in jobs in the creative world, and believe me, it happens. People think, oh, if I could just have that job, then you get there and you're like, this is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I start to think, well, what can I do to get out of this? And people will come up to me and say, well, have you ever considered, and they'll discuss like an office job. And I'm like, oh, I can't even imagine a job Where I'm not tapping into my creativity Mm -hmm. because that in a lot of ways is how, for me, I establish
0: my self-worth. Yeah. And a lot of times you have to look at it in a different light because we do. We get used to certain things in our life where we're like, oh, I don't like this or I don't like that. But yeah, look at the alternative. practicing more gratitude for the way that it is because you do have flexibility. You are able to show prep in your underwear. You, <laughs> well, you're at home, not here.
1: <laughs> Just to
0: clarify, because you're like, Courtney said I could. To all of our female <laughs> listeners, you're
1: welcome for that visual. I
0: know, right? So these are the things. Living your values is another way to have that deep self-love, like to appreciate the fact that you deserve to do things that bring you joy, or at least that bring you that passion that you're talking about. And I think that's all part Of self love as well.
1: And the weird thing is, sometimes the things that make us who we are in all of the best ways, we get angry at them or Mm -hmm. we resent them or we look at them in ways that we shouldn't. It becomes distorted. And I actually thought of you over last weekend. When my wife did something that drove me a little bit nuts and I started getting angry about it. And I remember you having said, and you've said it on the podcast, when your husband gets home and he's throwing dirty laundry all over the floor <laughs> and you're picking it up and you're doing the rack a Fracka thing. But then you asked yourself, well, how would I feel if he wasn't here mm-hmm. to do that? And in that big picture, that's what tore me right out of it where I'm like, well, thank God yeah. I do have her. Thank God I do have an ability
0: to be creative. Thank Mm -hmm. God I have my dog. And that's how you take care of yourself. Exactly. And those little dirty socks that I find with my husband, I say, at least I'm not alone in this world. (laughs) I have someone on the journey with me. So it's these moments that we get to reframe for ourselves. And that's another way. But it all starts with the awareness. We need to be aware of when we're falling into those places where we're starting to listen to that critical voice too much, or we're being mean to ourselves, or we're allowing other people to step on us. That's where healthy boundaries and limits setting. And sometimes it's really difficult. It's not easy for us to do that, to set those limits, but we need to in order to show our self-respect and show other people that we respect ourselves.
1: And in another way that I have to work on myself is from time to time when I'm visiting my dad who lost my mom going on two years now, I can't Mm, even believe that, and I see how sad and lonely he is, obviously I get upset about that, but then I also turn that mirror around on myself and I start saying well, God forbid, if my wife goes before Mm -hmm. me, how am I ever going to be able to handle that? And that's where I've learned from therapy when it comes to anxiety, Mm -hmm. I have to shut that down. And I have to say to myself, well, that's not the case right now. Mm-hmm. You don't know how that journey is going to end. You need to appreciate it while it's going on. And just right. the other day, I did a podcast about Phil Hartman. We've discussed this before. He was my show business mentor, became a friend. He was a collaborator. And as we were having a discussion about his life on a true crime podcast, I was speaking with the host who's also a friend off the air, and she was just asking me how I can deal with this even nearly a quarter of a century later. How have I been... Able to deal with what his wife did to him. Mm-hmm. And I said, Well, I've learned to forgive her as best as I can. For people who don't know the story, it was basically a murder suicide. She killed him and then she killed herself. But I don't even feel like it was intentional. I feel like it was mental illness. It was a woman who was under the influence of substances and had mm-hmm. a really, really bad night. And I have to be able to find forgiveness yeah. in that. This wasn't an intentional act. That's what I've told myself. And in terms of missing him, and it's the same thing with my wife. I need to appreciate her while she's here. Mm -hmm. And when someone is not there, much like Phil Hartman, as I said to my friend the other day, I look back on it and I think to myself, boy, how lucky was I? To have this guy, this mammoth of a talent and an even better human being in my life, even for the five or six years Mm -hmm. that I had him. There's not many people who can say that. So I show appreciation for that. And that's how I calm myself down when I get sad, when Mm -hmm. I start missing him, when I start having thoughts. What if my wife is not going to be here? It's these mental gymnastics that you almost have to use
0: to be able to take care of yourself and love yourself. Yeah. And to label it when your mind is going into those dark places and realize, what's happening, but to be able to rein it back in and acknowledge that it's happening. Sometimes we need to sit in those feelings, but other times we also need to give ourselves ways to distract and also look at it in different ways. like with forgiveness, it's really difficult. And I know I have some clients who say, oh, don't start with the forgiveness stuff because (laughs) they really don't like the idea. I had one client in particular who would say, all right, tell me about it again. Nope, nope, still don't want to do it. But it can be very challenging. And imagine how hard it is to forgive yourself sometimes. Sometimes we feel like we have to keep beating up ourselves for certain things that we've done. And the message I want to tell people is look into forgiveness. Forgiveness can release that from you, whether it's forgiving other people or forgiving yourself for things and know that you're trying your best every day. And sometimes your best is not as good as a different day. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're having a rough time with certain things, but learn how to forgive yourself in that. I love the quote today. I am enough and always becoming more because it holds two concepts of today. I'm doing really great things, but I'm always aspiring to keep learning and growing, but to give yourself that chance to say, okay, maybe I made some mistakes. We all do, but we've got to let this go so we can love ourselves." More.
1: And I think the biggest stumbling block when it comes to forgiveness, and I believe we as a society are getting worse and worse at this, we take everything so personally mm-hmm. Every little slight, oh, they're doing that to yeah. stick it to me. Mm-hmm. And when I look at the Bryn Hartman, Phil Hartman situation, right. I have to say to myself, well, she didn't want to destroy my life by tearing him mm-hmm. out of it. And it wasn't even that she had a hatred for him and wanted him off the planet, because I don't believe that mm-hmm. to be true. She had resentment over the success that he was having in his career, and mm-hmm. she wanted that career for herself. As I said, racked with mental illness, mm-hmm. struggling with substances things of that nature, this was anything but an act that anyone else should take personal. This was an act really against herself. And you want to talk about somebody who, in that frame of mind, did not have any love for herself or any awareness of what she Mm -hmm. was doing. And that's where I have to forgive it. What other choice do I have? What mother is going to do that Mm -hmm. with her two kids a couple of rooms away? What mother is going to take two parents away from her kids? Mm -hmm. She was just in this horrible state of mind. Now, I could just take that personally and say, I'm going to hate her forever and condemn her. And I hope she's burning in hell and all this other stuff. I'm not going to lead a very happy life if I'm holding on to things like that, because that's not the only bad thing that's going to happen Mm -hmm. to me. Not the only thing that I'm going to take personally to some degree. It takes a lot of work, but that's what therapy is for. And
0: I talk to my clients and I say, listen, you would be justified. I have so many clients who've gone really, really horrendous things and horrible things. And I say, you would be justified to hold on to that Mm -hmm. and be angry for the rest of your life. But what does that do to the rest of your life? How productive is it? It is your life to live. And so trying to release some of this. And through therapy, a lot of times we can help people to put it in a place so that they are able to continue living their life. There's so much pain out there. There's so much confusion. There's just a lot of issues. And to not take it personally, what other people are doing, just like you had said, and to try to work through to say, okay, what do I need to do to find those anchors, find some ways of grounding myself, find some ways of connecting to things that are meaningful. It's difficult. But again, that's why counseling can be so important.
1: And given my examples, for example, I can also say this. What would Phil want me to do? Mm -hmm. How would he want me to feel? Would he want me holding on to this? Would he want my life to be ruined because he's not here? Well, of course not. And I will be at the cemetery with my dad Mm -hmm. watching him lose it and seeing how upset he is and seeing how guilty he feels when he leaves. I feel like I'm abandoning your mother and all this other stuff. So I say to him, Dad, do you think mom would want this for you? And Mm -hmm. I understand. Believe me. I understand the devastation and the pain. But let me flip the script, Dad. Someday I'm going to be standing here and you're both going to be here. Mm -hmm. And if I was taking the same attitude about you, how would you feel? He said, well, I'd be very upset and I wouldn't want you to do that. And I said, okay, okay well then let's apply that to mom and know that mom wants you to be happy and know that, hey, we're here together with her in spirit. You know that she is with us in that way. And sometimes you really have to coach up other people Mm -hmm. to be able to get to that place. And I know he always feels better when I'm done, but I have to remind myself, I gotta do that to myself sometimes too. And most
0: people don't even think about Mm -hmm. that. And that's again, where the compassion comes in. And I had said, I wanted to mention Jane Krakowski. I was watching an interview. She was on the Today Show on Sunday with Willie Geis. Love him. (laughs) just a little plug for Willie. She was talking, and she's a stage actress. She was in 30 Rock. She was in Ally McBeal, and she was talking about how we all need radical compassion right now, and I said, yeah, we really do because everybody's on different sides of the fence of all these Mm -hmm. different things. People are going through a lot of things. It doesn't mean that we're not going to hold ourselves accountable for things and really try our best. It's just having radical compassion for wherever people are and understanding. And just like you are with your father and saying, I understand where you are, trying to help him to feel better and to move forward, but also having compassion for where he's at. And then, like you said, having to turn that to yourself and have compassion for yourself when you're having a rough time.
1: Having a little compassion for Jane Krakowski right now, because much like you're a fan of Willie Geist, I'm a fan of hers. And we need to plug the fact that she is the current host of Name That Tune featuring Randy
0: Jackson. (laughs) Well, I didn't realize she's been doing a lot of work lately. She's very busy that one keeping busy. And hey, that's
1: a difficult thing in Hollywood to be an aging female who's still doing well. And that speaks to her talent.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. And I hope
1: she can find that compassion for herself (laughs) whenever maybe she's feeling a little bit.
0: Yes, absolutely. And the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is just like we have to pay attention to how we're feeling and keep that insight, make that connection with ourselves, even daily just to check in and see how you're feeling. We also need to check in with our mental health as far as sometimes we need an outside source like a text every day with an affirmation. Yeah. And- There's so many on the web that we can do. There's another one, Wondermind, which is great. I think they come like three times a week. And basically, they have an interview with somebody who's been struggling with mental health. They have little quick tips on there and stuff like that. We need to build that into our day, some accountability of checking in with ourselves and having a few minutes. Just like you said, sometimes people aren't paying attention, but having a few minutes where we say, hey, how am I doing? How am I feeling? How am I doing with my goals? How am I doing with positive self-talk? Am I being very critical of myself? checking in with that because sometimes we just live on automatic a lot of times and then we stay busy for the sake of being busy but are we getting things done that are really important to us?
1: And in relation to those positive affirmations I have mentioned in the past Trent Shelton who's Mm. a former NFL player who has really gone on to essentially be an online life coach for a lot of people and my wife gets daily blasts from him giving advice about things and Mm -hmm. how to pick yourself up and he went through a very difficult period in his life recently. I believe he lost his mom. And he was on there grieving, but also trying to be as positive as possible. And then he also started to notice how things turned around for him. He had been trying to pick up so many people Mm -hmm. via what he was doing for years and years and years online. Well, those people immediately started to rally and return that favor to him tenfold. There's a lot of positive that can come from something
0: like that. When you open up to people, it helps them to be able to open up to themselves Mm -hmm. and to you. And it really creates these deep connections. And because he's put himself out there so much and helped people so selflessly, I think all these people are responding to him and giving him so much love it's coming at him like a wave and that's great
1: I'm not a big believer in karma Mm -hmm. but in that case you have to believe in that karma because he threw that positivity out there and it's coming back times 10.
0: Exactly. And that's an awesome thing. And I think that's what we can all do for each other. And just being honest sometimes about our struggles, that can be a compassionate, self-loving act is to be honest with someone about what you're struggling with instead of just saying, Oh, forget it. I'm just going to bury it down. And I'm not going to look at this. I'm not going to shine a light on it. It can be really empowering and it can make you feel so much better and give yourself that gift to be able to do that. And another
1: thing that I need to watch and I'm sure maybe not as severe for other people but I tend to be a perfectionist and I have to make peace with the fact that I am not perfect. Mm-hmm. Try as I might. <laughs> and believe me, I try. <laughs> oh.
0: oh boy. Let but how does say. that work for
1: you? Because that just creates a mania. You combine yeah. perfectionism mm-hmm. with
0: OCD. Right. Hoy-y-y-y. Yes. And let me just tell you, he does a lot of <laughs> editing. And I in the back of my head, I'm always like, good enough is good enough, Brian. Sometimes good enough is good enough. And in my head, I'm saying, okay, just You're b-. talking about phone calls. <laughs> yes. but (laughs) But the thing is,
1: too, I came up as a writer. And the thing about being a writer is it's not about what you write. It's what you take out. Mm -hmm. And I just am so in that show business mindset and I'm so in the short attention span thing which also relates to ratings. If people get bored at all they will hit that Mm -hmm. button as quickly as possible so that's where those two things come into play and crash
0: into each other. Well it's hard for your brain to separate that out. You sort of mesh it all like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh if this is too long they're going to tune out (laughs) if it's two seconds too long but that's where the perfectionism comes in. Hey if you talk for (laughs) two (laughs) seconds too long I tune you out You tune me (laughs) out anyways Please. The funniest Uh, thing
1: is when we do our morning radio show, yeah. I have to do the traffic, mm-hmm. the local traffic, and Courtney has to do the weather, and we both do it probably—I <laughs> don't know, maybe ten times right, throughout right. a show, maybe a little bit less depending upon the day. By the time we're both done, you have sat here listening to ten of my traffic reports. You have no idea, uh, no idea, no idea what's going on. Traffic-wise, <laughs> I have to ask you what By the, the idea, forecast so is when we're forecast. done. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're just so preoccupied yeah. with so many other things. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the problems when it comes to self care. You've got so much garbage running right. around right. in your brain that it gets hard to focus
0: on yourself. Never mind Courtney's forecast. I know, exactly. That's why we have to slow down sometimes, Brian. So we're in a working mode and when we're talking to each other and all fairness, we are listening to each other when we're actually in dialogue. I think so. Are you listening to me? I hope so. In dialogue on the radio. But yes, when we're doing separate tasks, a lot of times we have to do other things so we're not paying attention. But in your own brain, yes, we need to slow things down. Sometimes we just distract ourselves so much to just be, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. But is this quality busy? Like, is it getting you anywhere? And sometimes that's what we have to do is just slow it down and pay attention and say, wait a minute, let's look at this from a different angle rather than just being on automatic all the time.
1: Speaking to that, as you were going on and on... (laughs) As we record, I took oh, a peek God. out the window and as far as the traffic on 95 oh, North, we had better. an earlier oh, okay. incident by the state office's exit. Looks like it's cleared. Yeah. Let's it was see bothering if him. Courtney's going to remember that by the end of this <laughs> podcast, there's going to be a quiz. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and was, I'm going <laughs> to guess it's 87 and sunny, but that's just because I'm looking out the window. <laughs> right. Well, you'd be right, Brian. <laughs> you'd be absolutely right. It's just important to live as if is also another concept. We've talked about this before. When we want to change things, it's easier to change your thoughts, than it is to change your feelings and your behaviors. So live as if. If there's certain things that you wanna do, try them out, get out there. And from there, you can grow yourself bigger. And that's another piece of self-love, which is important to look at.
1: And make time for the things that make you feel better about Mm -hmm. yourself. The topic that we did on our radio show this morning We did that rite of passage, that thing that would happen every year when you would go back to school. Mm -hmm. You'd have that assignment. How I spent my summer vacation. Well, we threw that out to the adults this morning. And I'm sitting here and I'm hearing about trips to Aruba. (laughs) I'm hearing about all these concerts and everything. And by the time it was done, I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't taken a trip anywhere this summer. I did go to a couple of shows, but I've just been doing a lot of work, 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 and not enough relaxation. Well, it's no wonder that I'm a mess, Mm -hmm. and I hear it from people all the time too, especially when it comes to travel, and my wife and I have been horrible about this the last few years. Do it now while you can, Mm -hmm. and I saw it with my parents, because you'll reach a certain age, maybe physically you can't do it, maybe one of you is not here, so get that out of the way while you can. Well, for somebody like me, who is a perfectionist, who is a worker bee, Mm -hmm. that's always at the top of the list of priorities when it really and truly shouldn't be. I mean, it needs to be to a certain extent because I need to be gainfully employed, But it does get to a point where it gets to be too
0: much. And they always say, picture yourself right at the end of your life. What would be a regret? Would you regret not working as much? Or would you regret not having traveled? I wish
1: I'd listened to Courtney's forecast on May 24th. That's what I'm going to be saying. (laughs) I should have brought a slicker.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing is to think about that. What are the important things? And we always hear this, people on their deathbed, what do they say? They wish they spent more time with their friends and family. They wish they did more fun things. They don't say, I wish I spent more time show prepping. Yes, it's important to be a worker. But again, you have to look at the return on that too. How much you're putting in, are you getting out as much as you think you are?
1: And as Michael Scott said, as he departed the (laughs) office, he said, a deathbed, who would ever buy one of those? (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's funny (laughs) I have a
1: feeling the bed that I have in my bedroom right now probably my deathbed (laughs) oh oh, no
0: it's a comfy bed though oh it's very comfy it's
1: got all kinds of features it has an adjustable base yeah I'm gonna need that in the afterlife (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I'm so jealous of your deathbed (laughs) there aren't very many things to be jealous about when it comes to yours truly but yeah that's one of them and by the way speaking of that small list of things that I love oh yeah Oh, I love my bed.
0: <laughs> yes, we spend so much time. I love in bed. my naps. I love sleeping. And- yeah, to have that comfort.
1: And even when I'm in bed, I say this too every night before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I read. I will read a biography, yeah. an autobiography of somebody. I'm reading an Eddie Van Halen one right now. Shocking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And it just takes me out of those bad head spaces mm-hmm. that build up not only all day long, but on a work week all week long.
0: Right. And that's so interesting that you had mentioned the sleep because I want to mention that they were talking about a study where people who even get one hour less of sleep. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Where I they're did. actually less kind to people. They're more so selfish. They're yeah, They're more selfish. And so it's really interesting if we get more sleep. And I always talk to my clients about this too. Getting more sleep, having more relaxation before you go to bed, having a good sleep hygiene ritual, that kind of thing, turning off all of the devices a good amount of time before you go to sleep. It's really important to get good quality sleep. And that's sometimes what people skimp on. But it's really important to get that good quality sleep. It gives you more patience for things. You feel refreshed. You feel ready to deal with stressors in life. And now they're finding that you're kinder to others and hopefully kinder to yourself if you get better sleep.
1: And of course, Courtney catching up on her shut eye during my traffic reports.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little nap time.
1: Now you know why she's so happy. Why it drives me crazy.
0: Little spurts of sleep.
1: Well, Courtney, good to have you back. And I think yeah, we covered a back. lot of ground here, and I hope we helped mm-hmm. a lot of people. Last week, I wanted to give a plug for people as to how they can get in touch with you. <laughs> but no matter how many times you've said it, you've said it 115 <laughs> times now. You I was like, I still don't know. even remember what the address is. So <laughs> we need a refresher because we've been without it for yes. two weeks.
0: You can email me. <laughs> Pay attention, Brian. I'm Wellness. Writing it down. Wellness at WCTK.com. Got it? You can also go to CatCountry.com. We have resources for you on the Wellness forum. Page. Then, of
1: course, there's the socials at Cat Country Mornings on most of your major platforms. The individual pages, Courtney with a C, Kelly EY, Bedard sometimes, I, Brian with an I, Mulhern, H-E-R-N. And then, of course, there's the podcast itself, Share the Love. It's important for you to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. but take care of others by letting them know yes. <laughs> about Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can get it on your smart devices, Courtney, can you repeat back anything to me <laughs> that I just said to all of you? Probably uh, not. Smart devices,
0: <laughs> well, Spotify. We'll work on that for episode
1: 117. <laughs> and we hope to see you there
0: for that. Courtney, thank you as always. Courtney, sometimes bedard. <laughs> I think that's something you always say too. That's about all I got. Yeah, have a great day, everyone. Thanks it's very for confusing with us. figuring <laughs> out who the
1: hell this person is that I'm co hosting the podcast with. We will see you next time. Thanks for
0: listening. Thank you. I want to talk about me. of me